Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dave Leventhal, editor-in-chief at rawstory.com, is on the Trocare College live line here on WBEN. Dave, good morning. The uh, first big morning, test Susan. first big test of the presidential race is coming up in less than a week, the Iowa caucuses. And as this is approaching, President, former President Trump has a commanding lead, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis appear to be neck and neck uh, tied behind him. Do you expect either of them to sharpen their messaging and go after Trump harder in these final days there? Yes, and they really have no choice here. So if if they actually want to have some semblance of an outside chance of winning the Iowa caucus, which is outside the realm of possibility, but looking pretty dubious that 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 will happen for them, they're, they're going to have to do everything that possibly can in order to convince voters that that, that they are worthy of the caucus vote. Uh, now, Iowa caucuses are weird. OK, I've been to one. Uh, I've, in fact, been to multiple ones. And when you go in there, it's it's more like people getting together in a fire hall or a middle school gym at, with their neighbors. And they, they have uh, adult beverages sometimes <laughs> and pastries and dinner and, and and they talk it out and they fight and, and, and they banter and they come to a conclusion. This is not the standard go into the voting booth and, and have your secret ballot. Uh, it's quite the opposite. It's a very public procedure. So as a result, there can be some horse trading and you know, there, there can be some surprises. Uh, think back to Rick Santorum a couple of elections ago when he had a shock victory in, in, uh, in the end. But for Donald Trump, a lot would have to cut against him. That doesn't seem possible for him to ultimately lose the Iowa caucuses, which, are, of course, are the first caucuses or primaries, in fact, in the United States. It's going to be, uh, I mean, the kickoff to what's an already an eventful 2024, right? Um, but how much of an impact do they have? You know, we talk about them so often as the scene setter and, and you know, really setting the tone for the rest of the primary season. But you look back throughout history, there's so many people who perform well in the Iowa caucuses who just kind of petered out. Yeah, or or the reverse, where somebody didn't do well in the Iowa caucuses, but uh, they were ascendant in New Hampshire or one of the later states. Let's think about Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden didn't win anything in Iowa or uh, New Hampshire. He had to go to South Carolina before uh, he, his campaign ultimately took off just last election. So, uh, so different years, different situations, different scenarios, but. 
Yeah, the Iowa caucuses are very important because there's so much attention on them. They are first. It definitely shows a certain level of viability for candidates. I I think there's more danger for somebody like Ron DeSantis, where if he is absolutely nowhere after the Iowa caucuses, where really does he go from there? He doesn't have many options at all. Uh, He's not going to win New Hampshire. Uh, He's probably not going to win South Carolina. So he's had a pretty much all-in strategy in Iowa. And I would suspect that uh, if he finishes poorly in Iowa, that uh, it may be just a matter of of days, uh, even less than that, before he exits the race and goes back to Florida, where he is uh, the the governor for the next several years. You know, you you said the Iowa caucuses are weird. I mean, there's horse trading and all this goes on. Do we get the results that night? You usually do. Uh, So the results come pretty quickly. And by the time people actually go to their local caucusing station and do their caucusing, you you pretty much have results by the the end of that period, which is uh, a couple of hours. So once that is all tallied up and all the results are sent into central locations and uh, and the math is done, you you pretty pretty much have a sense of, of what this is going to be. This is not going to be a situation, for example, you're waiting on mail-in ballots uh, or, or there's going to be multiple forms of voting. You pretty much have to go and you have to caucus. Uh, and and that, that's being, uh, you know, I, I think uh, anyone who really, really wants to see a different form of voting should, uh, should read up on the caucuses because it, it is very, very different if you've only, for example, voted in New York State than anything you've experienced. Yeah. Well, hey, here in New York State, we're getting ready for the governor's State of the State address, which is going to happen later on today. And uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, lips are locked as to what might be included in uh, the policy proposals that we're expecting out of the governor. It, it could have a big impact, though, on what we see in November, especially with control of the House at stake. And New York has been a focus, right, when it comes to some of these seats over the past uh, several election cycles, could what we hear out of the state of the state today by the governor determine what happens with Congress in November? Well, it could. And, you know, Kathy Hochul's walking quite a line here. I mean, she doesn't, as she delivers the state of the state address, I mean, she doesn't want to hurt anyone in her own party. She doesn't want to go really too far to the left uh, for fear of, of damaging the hopes of people who are going to be in very, very tight races around the state, congressional races, and, and that could, could be winning or losing by a matter of thousands or even hundreds of votes. And, uh, well, why is New York so important in the scheme of congressional elections? Well, because the House is just so tight. Uh, the U.S. House of Representatives could trend Democrat or Republican by a matter of just a few House seats flipping one way or another. And as it is right now, Republicans just have the the slimmest of majorities in the U.S. House. So every single one of these U.S. House races, not only in New York State, but all across the country, when you've got tight races, as you will in New York, it's going to be absolutely essential for the two parties to win those races if they want to have a chance of ultimately having the majority in Congress when we're having this conversation a year from now in 2025. All right. And former President Trump goes to court today, Dave, to dismiss the federal election interference case based on his claim of presidential immunity. How do you see this playing out? 
Yeah, huge day in D.C., and we just talked about the Iowa caucuses and Donald Trump being on the trail. Well, you know, flip two letters in the middle of that word, and trial is the one that Donald Trump is focusing on right now. He's going to be here in Washington, D.C. We expect that he may show, in fact, uh, for that court proceeding. So this is not the final word in what you just described, but it's an incredibly important step and could lead to either full court panel or even the U.S. Supreme Court getting involved and in tackling this question of whether Donald Trump has presidential immunity that would basically disqualify him from being prosecuted in the way that uh, special counsel Jack Smith is, uh, is prosecuting Donald Trump. Okay. Hey, Dave, thanks so much for the time this morning. We'll talk next week. Dave Leventhal, editor-in-chief of Raw Story. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.